0: Hello again everybody, thank you for tuning in to Jam Space with Zach Cry. Today's guest is Aaron Wall from the band Red Beard Wall, which is based out of Austin. They're not really from Austin, but that's where they're based out of. They just released an album, 3, on uh, Desert Records. It's a solid record, man. Uh, Aaron pretty much uh, plays every instrument on the recordings and stuff, and then he has a drummer, Rod, that he jams with. before we get into the episode, I want to let you guys know that tonight, July 23rd, at the Yucca Tap Room in Tempe, Arizona, We Got Planet Mammoth presents the Outer Space Showcase Volume 2. Featuring Loserfur, Weep, My Band Who Do I Kill, and Stone Witch. It's going to be a desert doom stoner banger. If you're out here in the Phoenix area, be sure to come out. Show some support. It's a free show. Hope to see you guys there. Without much further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello? Aaron, this is Zach with the Jam Space Podcast. What's going on, brother? How are you, man? Good, man. It's good to uh, be formally acquainted with you, you know, in voice.
1: (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. It's been a long time coming, man. No
0: doubt, man. I've (laughs) I've been keeping up with you guys for quite a while now. And, say say Likewise,
1: man. Likewise. I always love seeing a brother out there doing his damn thing. So.
0: Hell yeah, man. Let me ask you something. Where is Plainfield, Texas? It's
1: plain. It's actually Plainview. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I think on one of those one of those sites it says Plainfield, but it's Plainview. It's in the. It's kind of close to the New Mexico border. I'm about two hours from the New Mexico border.
0: Oh wow, you're not far way, from me, man. You're closer to yeah, me dude, than I'm, you are to. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm closer to you than I am to Houston.
0: Yeah, that uh, Texas is so big, man. Oh yeah, and like where where I
1: live, dude, I'm just out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So I mean, it's like a, it's like a good five hour drive to Dallas, a good mm-hmm. six hour drive to Austin, six and a half to San Antonio. You know, good so, ten hour drive to Houston. So I'm driving all the fucking time, man.
0: Yeah, man. How's that work for your band? I guess you guys just got to make the trek, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, the. I had a, I had a drummer for a long time, you know, three or four years, and we finally kind of reached our end. So I have a new drummer. We got together right before COVID, so we've all, we've we're still kind of new. But he lives in New Braunfels, which is where the where Ripplefest is. Right. Yeah. Roderick. Right. So we're we're a good seven hours apart from each other. So I go down there some. He comes up here some. It's just nice to kind of have a spot to get away
0: that's crazy so man. we my, don't
1: get to i mean obviously we don't get to rehearse as much as we would we would like to but we work as hard we're working as hard as we can
0: i completely understand your situation my drummer lives two hours away from me and and that seems like a yeah. long way but when somebody lives seven hours away and you guys are still making it work for music i mean that 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 speaks a lot to what you guys are doing um, yeah
1: dude i mean we both i mean we, we're we just this is it's, you know like i said it's not it's not what we do this is who we are man <laughs>
0: you know absolutely man i want to get into uh you know you are like doing the whole thing red bear wall is basically all you right uh, and then- yeah
1: yeah yeah i play the i play the drums and the guitars and do all the vocals and all the recording and mixing uh here at the crib I, only thing i don't do is the mastering
0: I can relate to but, that. I just did an uh, uh, album myself where I played all the instruments.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, dude. It's it's uh, it's kind of cool to do it that way. And like, I mean, you got total fucking control. You know whether that's good or bad, I'm not sure. But
0: hey, hey exactly, you know, I don't right. have to
1: like if I if I think it sounds good, I don't have to ask somebody. I, if it's good, I just move it on along. You know.
0: I feel the same exact way when I was doing it. It was cool that I didn't have to, like, uh, compromise with anybody. But also, it was a little bit boring, you know, Uh, because you don't have other people. to. There's no energy. It's it's all you, you know.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, like, as far as that goes, I mean, I just get so fucking, like, into it, man, and just so focused. And I think it's almost – I'm a pretty solitary dude in general. I think it's good for me just not not have to – consult with somebody like i trust i trust my creativity 100 percent, man so you know if it feels good if it's telling me it's right then i don't question it i just move on to the next riff you know what i mean it's just
0: absolutely man but
1: it's just like that 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 just came out of necessity for going back to where i live i just there's there's nobody around me you know i don't have i don't have you know a bunch of talented musicians to help me out around here so i just if it was gonna get done. It's gonna get done by me. Yeah, <laughs> so.
0: I feel that at least you have the wherewithal and the skill to do that for yourself. You know,
1: sure. Uh, and like when when I when when I decided to do the first record, I had saved up, I had saved up a couple grand, two or three grand or whatever. And I was just gonna, I was gonna go to the studio. But I thought, man, well, fuck it. I'm, you know, I'm here out here by myself. I ain't got a whole lot else to do other than music. So I'll just invest in some decent recording equipment and just fucking learn how to do it you know that's how
0: you did it i was gonna ask you man if you had any background in audio engineering
1: no none. No. just fucking trial and error and you know luckily now we've got youtube and all kinds of articles and shit you know i just i basically just put myself through college without going to college you know
0: <laughs> no hey man and it, it sounds great dude i listened to your album I was uh, looking at your profile on Bandcamp and some of your influences are like Nirvana and stuff and it's funny because your music doesn't really sound like that, dude. Uh, Your music is very unique because your voice, your voice is like super unique, man, in some of those songs, man. Uh, So what are some of your influences like vocally?
1: Probably, probably, the top influence would probably be, like, Chino from the Deftones. Right. But just to, I mean, that's just, it's just, I mean, like, I'm sure it's cliche, but, you know, I'm a 90s kid. Oh, me too, me too. So, I mean, it's just basically, like, everything I loved from the 90s just kind of thrown, all thrown in there together, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But that's, you know, most, most, you know, I was a huge Pantera guy being from Texas. Yeah. You know, Groove. That kind of shit. And just like the, you know, like Phil, as far as screaming goes and Chino and, you know, just the, not, nobody specifically, specifically that I pattern it after or whatever, but I just always liked the, I'm a, I'm a, I love 311. <laughs> and, and so like, uh, I, I love like the singing of, you know, I love how 311 sings and how they harmonize together and how, mm-hmm. you know, how soaring and beautiful that, that is and their melodies. I'm a huge melody guy oh hell yeah you know so i just i I never could you know i i and i don't know i just had to kind of do both it just doesn't feel right unless i do both you know do both
0: i get it man and it, it it's uh it's very unique and then sets you apart you know
1: yeah a lot of people a lot of people say that but i mean like i said there's no fucking actually went like going back to the when i did the demo i did i did a three song demo and i was probably i don't remember how old i was 35 whatever and I'm like, man, you're you know you're getting to the point now where you're you're not as angry in life. Life is okay. You, do you do you really need to scream? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah Because in I mean, thinking about how people listen to music, that's one thing that a lot of people just cannot get past.
0: Yeah, they say you're so you know, angry. And if people that are outsiders to rock and roll, they're like, oh, you just listen to that screaming music, right?
1: Yeah. Right. And so I actually I actually recorded th- the three song demo with no screaming at all and then when i listened back to it i was just like, "well, that's just not fucking me, dude." So mm-hmm. so i just so i went back and put the screaming on it and just that's just the way it's
0: been. Well, you know, everybody's got their own style, bro, and i think you've carved one out for yourself.
1: I appreciate that, man. That's very kind of you to say.
0: And you guys ju- you just released uh Red Bear Wall 3 on Correct. on Desert Records?
1: Yeah, yeah, July 2nd. Just i guess a couple weeks ago, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been
0: that's really awesome, proud man.
1: of really proud of it. I worked my ass off on it. I just, I mean, <clears throat> as all as all artists say, I think it's the best shit I've ever done. But yeah, hey, I'll I'll, I'll die on that hill for sure.
0: <laughs> everything you put out should be the best thing you've ever done. You know,
1: the, amen, brother, amen. Yeah, dude. No, it seems to be doing well. I mean, <clears throat> it's selling well. Like, I mean, the response has been great. So, do you play I'm just ha- a lot? I'm just
0: happy because you you said you're like pretty remote. Do you get to play a lot? Yeah, dude.
1: I mean, like I said, I have to drive. But I mean, yeah, our basically home base is Austin and San Antonio. So I mean, I, we play Austin all the time. I mean, that's just where like our musical family no, family is that's where that's where i've been accepted the most
0: i'm a bit envious of uh austin the music scene man i'm out here in phoenix you know and we got a very tight-knit scene but it's, it's a little spread out you know kind of few and far between and i just right look at everybody in austin and it's just like every weekend man there's something. definitely well like
1: and like this austin you got austin which is huge on you know a huge music scene obviously but san antonio is badass too and it's 45 minutes away from austin i know
0: that's so crazy
1: dude and then you got houston which is like a two and a half hour drive mm-hmm. from austin or san antonio so those three scenes being so close together they like congeal together so like it's one big scene as far as the you know as far as the stoner doom sludge seemed like it you know the houston bands are friends with the austin bands the austin bands are friends with the san antonio bands so it makes the scene bigger Absolutely. bigger than it normally would be but still very close-knit and you know
0: the two places where i lived in texas you know i was in Texarkana, which is like out of the loop and then i lived right in, i lived in corpus christi which is like too fucking far you know uh, right so, <laughs> so i lived in two places that were like out of the loop but texas is so big if you're a texas band you can go on a full like texas tour over the weekend man and, and play back. oh definitely
1: definitely and there's all kinds of like cool little like i don't know smaller than b markets but like c markets you know like hundred thousand hundred thousand population you know that are really fucking cool because those places don't get shit you know cool shit very much so they're just they love it
0: yeah, Tyler, Texas is a cool little spot.
1: Tyler, dude, I played Tyler a couple of times and uh last weekend we played in San Angelo. Nice. There's a there's a bar there called the Dead Horse which is kind of a kind of a, it's coming to it's coming to be a kind of a famous famous bar out here cuz nobody really wants to hit Lubbock cuz Lubbock is is a kind of a yeah, blah college town. Yeah, I and lived in Midland a per- for a that's while. That's a perfect spot from like Albuquerque to Austin. You know, you, you need somewhere to stop in between for sure.
0: And that's what Texarkana is too, man. If you're traveling from the east to west on the south side of the United States, you pretty much got to go through Texarkana. Got to go through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you Have you ever been up there? I have.
1: I've been to Texarkana many times, yeah, dude.
0: You guys played up there? I haven't played up there. But I've just been
1: there as a kid and yeah. stuff like that.
0: Hey, man, if you ever uh, are traveling through there, book a show right there because people show up and they show out and they support the bands, dude.
1: Yeah, dude, those are the cool places, like I was saying, man, there's just like, you know, they just, they don't get that much cool shit going through there, so they're really lively about it.
0: So how did you hook up with uh, Desert Records?
1: He hit me up to put the record, wanted to put the record out, man. We've been, we've been friends for a while, like we've. Uh, south by southwest like 2018 we were both going that way mm-hmm. and they were coming through lubbock so i set up a show with us and them in lubbock and then we played another show together about a year after that so i mean we've we've been we've been homies you know not super close or nothing but i was kind of a i was a free agent i guess you'd say and i just kind of planned on putting it out myself just because i i'm to the point where i don't want to be selling myself and shit, you know, like I, if you I, want it, I if you want to put it out, come bro. put it out. That's fine. If it works for both of us. But if not, like I'm not here to email you anymore and be like, please, would you listen to my record and all that shit? Like yeah. I'm just, I got, that was one thing that I did not want to do. And he, he approached me, you know, with fervor wanting to put it out. So i mean, and I know him, he's, you know, Albuquerque he's pretty close to me. So it was more of a familial thing and a, you know, just, it just all worked out, you know, but I had, but honestly too, I had been thinking about him like, you know, a month or two leading up to that, to, to him contacting me like, man, that would be a good place to be. And then, then come a month later. So he contacted me. So I was like, oh no, nah, this is where I need to be.
0: It, it is a cool label that Betty, uh, Ben Deadly, uh, album that they just put out is great. The, yeah. They, the doors cool to know album sounds great. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, you were talking about how you didn't want to sell yourself and I get that, man. I fucking feel that so much. I hate like uh just being like, Hey everybody, look at me. You know what I mean? Right.
1: And and going back to that, like as far as I mean, I do I do sell myself all the fucking time. So yeah. my merg, I'm like um you know, the social media part's just something you have to do. But as far as like when it came down to like just the actual music part of it, like I just didn't want to do it as far as specifically in that area. I don't want to do it at all, obviously, but, you know, Uh, but it was just more of like these songs are fucking good. Like I've been working my ass off for four, you know, four years, five years. Like people know the music if they want it, they'll come get it. Mm -hmm. Like I just didn't want to have to send out 20 emails to different labels and stuff like that. I just, you know, Uh kind of turned my stomach this time for some reason.
0: No, I get it, man. You you start to feel like a whore or something, you know. It's just
1: Right, right. And I mean, I feel that way in general just with the merch and stuff like that, you know, trying to sell that stuff or yeah, the social media, but it's what, but you know, I mean,
0: that's why artists type, that's why the artist type they need like a, a business type behind them, you know, to handle all Definitely.
1: That stuff, anyway. Yeah, and that's just like something I've had to learn on my own too, you know. I mean, it's just like if I don't do shit, if I ain't, if I don't do it, nobody will. And now that I can do a lot of it, I'm not gonna pay somebody to do it unless I, until I need to pay somebody to do it. You know, until like, until it's over, fucking whelming.
0: Mhm. Yeah, dude. Which and,
1: it gets, you know, it gets close to that sometimes, you know, but especially but I mean, if you got like, a
0: family and a, and a work life. But it takes life. that
1: takes away control. That's other input, you know. Not yeah. that I'm opposed to input or I'm a, you know, a dictator or anything like that. But it's just like I know you got the vision feel like i know what i I want i know what what i'm doing you know so
0: yeah you have your vision you know
1: right 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 uh no i I yeah it's just like and i always thought i mean it's a marathon not a sprint you know i'm just i'm just out here trudging along man i ain't trying to blow up i'm not trying to do i just want to just a slow steady incline and at the end you know i'll be towards the top because i'm gonna be working
0: all the time just keep going just keep striving That's it, dude. I love that philosophy, bro. Uh that's where that's exactly where I'm at as well, man. You know, I I got music in me and I like to record it and put it out, but anything that happens after that, you know, it's out of my control.
1: Sure. And everything that happens after that's gravy, as far as I you know, like yeah. Ever since I got the first somebody, you know, Argonata put the first record out for me, and when that happened, I was like, Well, everything after that is gravy. I just wanted to put a record out.
0: Yeah. To be on so, a record. I've always kind of
1: had that mindset, like, well, this is all just gravy. I'm just I'm just trudging ahead, man. I'm just trying to forge my own path, you know.
0: Do you feel like you can move uh faster, you know, just by yourself than if you were dealing with a whole band?
1: I, I think faster, but not not maybe for the reasons that you would think. It's just like I have a studio at my house. Like mm-hmm. I can go in there and work whenever I want to. You know, so if you if you have other people you you have to wait till they can come over or whatever it is, oh, you know. Yeah.
0: People got schedules. It just streamlines it
1: streamlines and... everything. I'm not uh-huh. I, I know it probably makes it harder and it may be like I said, you do need people to bounce stuff off of, but I have you know, I have five to six, seven people who I love and trust and who are honest with me, that know music, you that are not them, gonna bullshit just, me yeah. and that's enough for me.
0: No, for sure, man. You I know. got I got a handful of people that if they like the song, I don't really care what anybody else thinks about
1: it. Exactly. Yeah. I always kind of do like the kid test. Like, I got two girl, you know, I got an eleven year old and a five year old, and like if it makes them want to move, then then we're good. Nice. Because kid, because kids don't have any kind of bias or anything. It's either it sounds good to them or it does not. You know.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So they're they're not they're not coming in like oh I like this genre I like that genre they just like. If it's good or if it's catchy or not so if they're if they're in there dancing to it then i know i did well you know
0: so did you start putting your studio together for this most recent album
1: no i started back i started back when i did the first the first record i've just kind of been building it up since then
0: gotcha uh i've seen pictures of your place man it it looks it's fucking dope uh
1: dude it's i appreciate that man yeah i'm i'm lucky man that's that's actually like my fucking living room man so my wife is my wife is about the coolest chick She's I mean, a trooper bro e- Ever yeah dude yeah. She's just like I mean you know I think it's cool what I do she and she does too so I mean she's just like go get it do it you know to be able like to, i mean there's been there's been times where i've bought you know an amp that that was you know twenty five hundred dollars and she's just like i don't give a fuck if it's gonna help you do your shit go yeah. do it you know hey and
0: that i feel that same way like money is just money you you earn money so you can spend it
1: you know? right that's how i am i'm going back to work tomorrow
0: you know i'm, I'm gonna get so, another check next week <laughs> right that's all yeah so
1: fuck w- it you know w- what do you do for a living I'm a I'm a general manager of a ready mix concrete plant. Nice. Yeah, dude, I've been that's the only job I've ever had. I've been working there since Christ, like around Christmas time of nineteen ninety five, dude.
0: Well, wow, that's the American dream right there.
1: Yeah, dude. I've just stayed there. I've been there, so I don't I mean I work a lot of hours. I work, you know, more mentally hard now. But mm-hmm. I mean I went through the I went through the driving the truck and doing all the, you know,
0: so for you to be at the helm of your own like creation, uh, you have your own home studio, and you have a career, you have a life, you know, and you get to do this stuff on the side, and it's all you. There's nothing holding you back. That's got to be a great feeling, man. And it is, dude. It's it's not easy to record and produce your own record, man. Uh, it's not just so simple as putting a mic on something and hitting record. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into it. It takes a lot of time to to get into the program. You know, oh, definitely. And you know, like
1: as far as like the you know the music part, that's the easy part. It's the the you know mic placement and mm-hmm. then just having to learn the you know the the software. Like you're learning your DAW. I mean, that that's the hardest shit for me. Is like you know the computer software and shit is so like deep and complicated and i just i'm just trying to you know just get a good sound that's it you know
0: the guy i work with he's got an old mac and he's like i will not ever hook this up to the internet because they're gonna try to make me upgrade and shit you know right <laughs> right because he's got pro tools on there from like uh 2007 or something you know
1: right like and that's the thing i mean that that's shit. some of that shit's cool as shit but like I just kind of know the basics and know, you know, I've learned more about compression and that kind of stuff. So, but I just feel like, you know, you can tell the progression of the three records. I mean, in my, my opinion, the first one doesn't sound very good. The second one sounds better. The third one sounds considerably better. So I, think I feel it- like I'm, you know, it's just all going together. It's just like the progression of the, you know, of my, my music sk- you know, my guitar skills, my drum skills, and my recording skills. It's all just kind of gone together. It's all one thing.
0: Hell yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. That's, that's fucking awesome, Aaron.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah, it's been a long road to get here, but, man, it's it's good. And it's, like I said, it's just, I mean, I have to do that or I'll die.
0: So, do you, is there any um, touring coming up in the future or anything like that?
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, we're pretty much, I mean, as far as, like, touring, touring, nothing until nothing next year, but, I mean, we're pretty much booked up. The rest of the year, up until like mid-November, Nice. Just, you know, lots of Austins, lots of San Antonios. We have got a Dallas show in a couple weeks. You're in a um, unique spot. So I mean, where we you just like I said,
0: like you said, Texas. I mean, you can you can make it.
1: You can you can kind of make a deal of it, you know.
0: Oh yeah. You're in a unique spot too where you can shoot out west. It's 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 pretty much just as far to get to Phoenix as it is to Dallas, I feel like.
1: Right, right, and that's one of the plans. I mean, with getting with Desert Records and then being in Albuquerque. I mean, that's cuz we've done a couple of East Coast tours and we just really haven't been too too much out to the west, so that's definitely a goal. The west is is so vast out here, man. Right, it's just like stuff that's probably few and far in between, but that's I mean that's exactly how it is where I'm at. So it's, yeah. that's like people are always like blown away about how far I have to drive and stuff, but I mean it's just that is what it is. It's what I do. I'm it's gonna like, go what play else shows. You do? So if
0: I have to drive to get to them, then I'm gonna drive to get to them. So when you're driving to these shows, do you like podcasts or what?
1: Fuck yeah, dude. That's I mean that's the thing. It's like especially it's cool the the drummer living far away from me. So a lot of times I just get to cruise down there by myself and yeah dude I just fucking maybe maybe get a little high and yeah. listen to podcasts yeah dude
0: there you go man nothing wrong with that dude
1: Nah dude I'm a I listen to music not like I did you know not like I used to I still listen to a shit ton of music don't get me wrong but I'm a podcast dude I you know I'm in music all the time so Hey, I man. don't necessarily want to be bumping the 15s on the whole trip, you know?
0: No, I understand it. I'm the same way. I, I used to, you know, I don't listen to music like I used to either. I, I love podcasts, and podcasts have kind of taken over my music listening. And so, Yeah, me too, me
1: too. They've <laughs> def, definitely cut into it, you know, majorly.
0: I, I was the reason I got into music, and I was good at music because of all the music that I listened to. And so I listen to so much podcasts. I really enjoy them, and that's what kind of motivated me to get into the podcast. You know,
1: definitely, definitely. Like, I mean, I've always loved to read, but it just always seems like with the, you know, with the family and stuff, and uh-huh. doing the music, I don't have time to, to read really. So that's kind of the way I, you know, you know, take in knowledge and information shit, learn, yeah, and learn dude. about stuff.
0: Oh yeah, I'm hooked on information, bro. Right, it's like
1: a six hour drive. I can't you know, I can't read the book on the drive, but I can sure damn learn learn something about
0: something, you know. That's two Joe Rogan podcasts right there. <laughs> oh yeah, dude.
1: I fucking oh man, I'm in hours and I've hours and hours with Joe Rogan for sure.
0: I listen to Duncan Trussell and Theo Vaughn and just so All many that people. shit, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right on, Aaron. That's cool, brother. Yeah, no, nah, we're on the same path, man, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. I uh I'm glad that you're on uh, Desert Records, man. That's cool as fuck. And you released your first two on Argonaut. Argonauta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, man.
1: That's yeah, and that was cool too. I mean, I I don't have any, you know, they were just like one album deals, and I didn't have any complaints. Everything was great. But they're in Italy. Uh-huh. I've never, you know, I've never met them. I have a personal relationship with Brad. Yeah. Like we're friends. Like I can trust him, and like if I need to talk to him, I can talk to him. You know, as soon as I get off the phone with you.
0: I like what he's doing with his label. I like the bands that he's putting out, man. I, uh, Red Mesa is fucking awesome too. You know?
1: Yeah, dude, it's fucking. And he's and I like the fact, too, is like when I got on Argonauta with my first record, there was he only had 12 bands. I was like the second American band he signed. So I kind of I've just been lucky enough to like be at the start of things that kind of get bigger. All right, and that's kind of what I, thats kind of how I feel about Desert Records. I's like I want to get in with my homie because this shit's gonna be legit and cool, and you know, it's just like family. You know, it's easy. It makes it, you know that's my main thing. Like it's easy. Mm-hmm. It you know everything we everything else we do is hard enough. you don't want to have to add other hard stuff that's bullshit you know
0: right yeah no doubt man and
1: but uh, yeah just like the communication thing and like i mean i can i've got his phone number, you know i mean it's just and we're homies and i can trust him i'm not i'm not worried about asking for something and if i feel like i need it you know just different things it's it's comfortable so it just makes it did but you, it's a collaboration like i'm here for the label too man i want i want us both to be able to grow together
0: did they put you out on vinyl
1: yeah, yeah, but like I mean, like everything else, vinyls back, yeah. back the fuck up. So yeah, we're, for sure. yeah, we've got, we've got it ordered and everything. I mean, we're hoping, you know, maybe September. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but it's, everything it, is six, you is... know, six months behind at least. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. I was... but now
1: he, we've got some badass fucking variants. Uh, one of the variants is pretty much sold out. I think I've got like two two copies left to sell. So I mean, everything's nice that's kind of what i wanted to do i just wanted to have some i had a colored vinyl last the last record but i kind of wanted to have a couple of different you know just kind of just a little step up from where i was you know nothing i'm not asking for the world just a little little more
0: yeah incremental man little little by little you know right right and just, just and i'll do
1: the rest man but that's like him like he knows he doesn't have to worry about me pushing it like and then him pushing it and me pushing it together—that can't, you know—that that that can only help.
0: Yeah, no doubt, dude. I, that's what labels are looking for. They're looking for people like you that are industrious, that fucking make all the moves. You know, you pretty much have done everything. You're like the only thing I haven't done is printed on vinyl. You know, so.
1: Right, right, right. Like if I had if I had access to, I would. You know. <laughs> me too,
0: bro. I wish we did right? have access to that. That'd be awesome
1: no we need to we need to partner up and figure out how we can start a
0: vinyl pressing a, company? a, pre,
1: a <laughs> press, pressing plant man well, if i feel like that's you could make some good money right now
0: no doubt man <laughs> so um um what are your plans for the future are you gonna tour the album are you gonna like do yeah some-
1: yeah like i said we've got the rest of this year books mainly in texas uh we'll probably be hitting louisiana some and just kind of being in the area just mm. we're kind of taking it easy to see kind of how everything flushes out cuz you know texas just started right the fuck back up not oh, yeah. everywhere else is like that yet yeah
0: arizona was like that too so we're pretty much yeah yeah
1: but we've got a we got invited to a to a festival up in new england in may of next year so we'll probably do a you know do a 14 18 day run it was like around like the maryland you know, doom if, fest or something like that yeah, I so said the, the New England uh, stoner and Doomfest up in Connecticut. Yeah, hell yeah. Cool, yeah. Man.
0: That's badass, dude.
1: So that's cool, man. Yeah, we love. I mean, we, we get out there, like I said, I mean, we play this, I mean, that's why I do this. Like, I record and put all that work in there and put records out so I can go play shows.
0: And your job is cool with you taking off work for that shit?
1: Yeah, dude, like I said, I mean, I've been there for almost 30 years. And, I mean, I'm definitely, you know, I plan ahead. I'm respectful about it. and Yeah. But yeah, it's it's kind of a fam. It's a it's a local family business, and I've been there forever. So I mean, I'm family kind of. So
0: no, that's I just I really appreciate that, man. Because it's, no, definitely,
1: dude. And like yeah. I, but I always think too is like, man, if there's a if you work somewhere and you're trying to do something like leave a legacy and trying to do something cool with your life, and they they want to hold you back from that, then you don't need to be working there. Absolutely. You know, I know it's I know that's that's way easier said than done, obviously, but. Yeah. Anybody who wants to try to hold you back from your dream or say no to your dream, they don't need to be in their life.
0: I think every decision I've ever made with my life has been weighed against how I can uh, do my music, you know?
1: Definitely, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's always been the driving point of everything for me, you know? That's my right. motivation. That's my inspiration. Uh, that's why I get up every day and go to work, you know, so I can fucking go buy a new guitar or something, you know?
1: definitely yeah that's
0: why we that's some it's it's my bank to
1: fund my band yeah. i just unfortunately have to go sit up there a lot you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey there's nothing wrong with that man what do you think uh do you are you uh you guys writing new material right now or what's going on
1: no nah, dude just fucking getting you know getting these new these new songs settling it set and getting everything tight I'll get to I'll get to writing. As soon as something comes up, you know I, I I'm pretty I'm like a one-track mind kind of guy. Like I'm either in live mode or I'm in recording and writing mode.
0: I think Brad should set up like a Desert Records festival, man. And have all he's you He's guys... supposed. I mean,
1: speaking speaking on that, he he's trying to do something at least a Desert Records showcase kind of deal or something. Hopefully, maybe in October. In Albuquerque, huh? Yeah, in Albuquerque, in Albuquerque, okay. yeah. All right. But at least, yeah, he's due, because we were, I was going to come play a show at the 1st of October, and then he messaged me back and told me to hold up on that because he wants to do a showcase. So ho- hopefully, you know, hopefully before the end of the year, we'll get over there and I all dig the Desert, Desert Records, Records, Records bands get together.
0: Desert Records is a good label, bro. And, yeah, dude. Yeah. And uh, and he's in it for the right
1: reason. I mean, he's in it for the right reasons. He He's in a band, too. He knows what's up absolutely yeah
0: very cool do you, are you familiar with chris beck and the doom tune podcast out here
1: fuck yeah dude yeah dude i met chris all oh, years ago three or four years ago at a festival in austin nice that he came but he came down and did i think he was pretty much just barely starting out but he came down and did did the podcast there so i met him there and We've been in contact somewhat over over the years so yeah but definitely i know him yes <laughs>
0: he, does, he does a lot for the scene out here man yeah dude he's rad he's rad as
1: fuck man he's like all those people like that man there's just that they just give up their time you know they don't have they, they've got busy lives too they don't have to <clears throat> do that shit for us mm-hmm. you is- know so man i fucking i mean i i'm grateful i love i love the you know i love chris and i love people who do that shit to get our music
0: out there Yeah, the they don't have, scene, They don't fucking man. have to yeah the whole scene is great man it, it's it like, is dude yeah i i fucking yeah. love it so much the stoner doom scene are you gonna go to ripple fest texas
1: i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to make it man yeah uh we're i'm playing san antonio the 31st and then we're playing arlington on the 14th so that's like a free weekend in between yeah but also, I mean, you know, taking I mean, that's that's one of the free weekends I have to spend time with my family as hey, well. So
0: I understand dude. you're preaching to the choir, brother. I got man, I got four kids and a beautiful wife, dude. And Right. Right. So, I mean, it's, you know, them, but, you know, I mean, they don't let us do it, but they, I, that's how I feel. They
1: allow us to do this freely mm-hmm. and not have to worry about them bitching at us or whatever. And that makes it. That makes our music better because we're not having to worry about
0: life stuff. But they are first and foremost, you know. You gotta. But definitely, so that's
1: always on my mind. And I tell like, I mean, basically any interview I've ever had, I mean, I owe it all to my wife. Like, you know, because she she takes care of a lot of shit. You know, like, I mean, I have been on tour. She stays home with the kids. Like, Mm -hmm. she homes. She homeschools the kids and. So yeah, dude. I mean, it's all there's. You know, like they. The saying goes, you know, behind a great man is always a great woman. So.
0: Oh yeah, with a big bowl loaded, huh? <laughs> definitely, definitely big fatty, bro. Big old fat bowl. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, that's so awesome that you're doing a family thing and you're working and you're also able to do your passion with music. I mean, it's all about balance.
1: It definitely definitely is, man. And like I mean, like I said, that's her, man. She's the one that keeps everything balanced and. If I'm getting a little bit crazy or something, she she knows how to reel me back in, you know.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, that's what
1: they're there for. That's what they're there for. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So we don't go jump off the bridge,
0: right? I'm I'm gonna be at Ripple Fest, man. I'm flying out there to Austin. Um, I wouldn't. I'm gonna support my bros and Holy Dead Trio, man. You know, I'm so proud of them. Yeah, those guys. dude. Uh,
1: dude, they're fucking rad, man. And the actually the drummer, he he's from. He's from where I live, Plainview. He he grew up here. No way. So I've known him forever and then I mean we've played we've played with him a couple of times already and so I'm mean, just, the just got off the
0: phone. I just got off the phone with Trey. I I just did a podcast with Trey too. Oh no shit, no yeah, shit. Yeah, Hell I just yeah. got off the phone with him before I called you, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, dude. They're, they're those dudes are so rad and yeah, they kill it live, man. They go after it. I've known John for about ten years, man. I lived down there in Corpus Christi, and we used to jam together and stuff. So, now, yeah. now I'm seeing them do their thing, man. It's really cool, dude. And,
1: dude, I, it's cool, and like you said, like you've known him for years, and I mean, it takes a lot, you know. Sometimes
0: you wallow in obscurity so- for a
1: long time, brother. That, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like there ain't no fucking one hit wonders around here. Like if you see somebody who's like legit and they're getting their fucking due then you show some respect because they fucking it's been a long path to get here, man. Oh yeah. It doesn't happen overnight, man. No. Yeah. For no, for nobody. I mean, and if it does more than likely you ain't going to see him for very long, you know, <laughs> well,
0: Aaron, man, this has been a great interview. I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast, dude. And is there anything you want to uh, plug or anything like that before we get off of here?
1: Yeah, dude, just fucking go buy Redbeard Wall Three. It's anywhere you buy shit, it's there. Great come album, see man. Us. Yeah, dude, come see us on the road, man. We'll we'll be out everywhere we can be. We're always down for the hangs, man.
0: Let me know if you guys plan to come out west, dude. I can make things happen out here in Phoenix, at least.
1: Definitely, dude. We fucking love to play with you, bro.
0: Oh, dude, I'm so ready to get back into this thing, man. We're we're working on big things right now, dude. There's a lot of there's a lot of things happening for the band. There's a lot of moving around, a lot of financial things. But once we get out of the end of it, man, we're going to start hitting it hard. Well, dude, if you need anything at all, man, you know where I'm at. Well, thank you so much, Aaron, and uh, have a good night, brother. You
1: too, brother. you need anything, like I said, I'm, I'm just a phone call away, man. I've got your back 100.
0: Fuck yeah, Aaron. I love that, dude. And I love Red Bear Wall, and I love Desert Records, and fucking just keep killing it, bro. Hell yeah, dude. You too, man. All right. Have a good night, man. Love you, brother. Love you too, bro. Bye. Thank you again to Aaron from Redbeard Wall. Uh such a nice dude. That's the first time we've ever talked to each other and it's such a pleasant conversation. Um, check out his album. It's out on Desert Records now. Support them on Bandcamp. Listen to him on Spotify. Follow him on Instagram. You know, do what you can. Uh thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm really enjoying being back in the swing of this podcast. Um, <clears throat> if you guys like the podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this. That's going to help me uh, keep this thing going. Today's musical spot is a Phoenix band. Uh, these guys, I just went and saw them last weekend at the Palo Alto Lounge. Um, they're like 16, 17, 18 years old. They're all still in high school, man. This band is Grail. Uh, this is the lead single from their album, Celestial Desert. They're based out here in the valley. And, uh, this song is called Hitman.
1: Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time.